Hello, I'm Sarah James, a lifestyle blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast in the Life Listen Network about two women embarking on a self-care bender. We're both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet it's elusive. And while we may have all the information we need, we don't always get there. We want to explore different aspects of self-care, from the silly to the serious, looking at body, mind, and spirit, and also just some random talk that's thrown in there for good measure. We we also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Okay, guys, in this episode, we are actually going to talk about selfies. Now, the name of our podcast is Selfie. It's tongue in cheek. We really are not talking about selfies. We're talking about self-care. But we thought it might be fun to actually talk about the taking of selfies and how to do it well. Everybody's taking selfies these days. A lot of people are kind of wondering, What's the deal? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What what else are we going to talk about, Kristen? <laughs> oh, you're going to make me say it? Yeah. You guys, we are going to talk about a new beauty trend, which is the vagifacial. And it is exactly what you think it is. We're going to get to that in a second. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. First, we, I'm rolling my eyes, too. I'm rolling my eyes at ourselves for talking about this. This is You know, we tend to, in our episodes, try to do one more serious topic and one more light. Today, we've got two light topics (laughs) for you. This this is your, yeah, this is a light show. This Um, is going to be a light show. But it's going to be a fun show. I'm actually super excited about it. And before we get to that, we want to talk about one of our sponsors. So this week, Sarah and I, we both have daughters, and our daughters got to try um, a subscription craft service called Annie's Kit Clubs. Um, so both of our, uh, all of our daughters got to try this. It's really cool um, because I will admit I'm not super crafty and I kind of fail at buying craft materials. Like my kids always want to do crafts, but it feels like an extra run to the store and I don't know what to get. So Annie's Kit Clubs makes it super easy for your kids to do building, creating, crafting, and even woodworking. It's targeted for kids between the ages of 7 and 12. Um, So Karis did one this week. She made a super cute sand art thing. And I will say she did it independently. And it took like several hours. And it was a beautiful thing. What did Malu do? Did she do that one too? Yeah, she did the sand art as well. And she loved it. And I do have to point out, yes, it was amazing. Because she could do it by herself without having to ask me every five seconds. But It's just such a great idea for parents like us who are not great at stocking the craft table, like you said. The kits arrive every four to six weeks with all the materials the kids need to make a beautiful craft completely on their own. Keyword here, guys, really on their own. I've tried a lot of craft kits, kits for kids, and a lot of times it becomes a project for me. You've got to babysit. They need a lot of help. Things are not age appropriate. I really appreciate these because they are age appropriate. Karis is seven years old. She did this all by herself. And Malou is. She's seven is- too. Yeah. So right. she, yeah, she didn't ask me. I mean, she, you know, we kind of pulled everything out together, got everything out mm-hmm. of the pack, but then she just ran with it. And I didn't hear from her from her for like two hours. It was blessed. It's amazing. <laughs> and India really liked it too. India did a, it was a really cute little um, block, wood block. Um, project where she like kind of spelled out something on blocks of wood and painted them and she's 11 so you know my eight-year-old your seven-year-old my 11-year-old it kind of spanned um, the age range in terms of interest and ability 
Yeah, it's super cool. And the other thing is you can actually choose from the Creative Girls Club craft projects or the Young Woodworkers kits. So both of them come complete with all the materials. There's illustrated step-by-step instructions. Um, and the kids, they love it. They feel really proud of their accomplishments. Yeah, it's great for weekends. It's good for summer days, holidays. Anytime you want to get away from the screen, but have your kid occupied in something. Yeah, so we've got a great deal for you. The Life Listen Podcast Network has partnered up with Annie's Kit Clubs to offer really big savings for you guys on your first shipments. So for 50% off the Young Woodworkers Club or 80% off of the Creative Girls Club, That's a really which good is deal. what um, Kristen and I did with the girls, you can visit annieskitclubs.com slash life. So there's no promo code needed. You just need to head to annieskitclubs.com slash L-I-F-E. Really good deal. All right, let's dive into the taking of selfies. And I have to say um, from the top that, Sarah, you are a pro at the selfie. (laughs) Why, thank you. You're really good at it. So this is mostly me. I'm just going to sit at your feet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to say, you know, it's it's the weird, it's weird subject matter. Cause some people are like, what are you even talking about? Who cares? I mean, no yeah. one cares. But I feel like even speaking of our girls, I feel like my seven-year-old, you know, she gets a hold of the camera and she's taking selfies of herself with my iPhone or with the iPad. So people are doing it. Um, it's kind of become the new, the new portrait, right? It, it's a selfie. It is. So now me. I guess I do this for my job. So a lot of selfies that I take are in collaboration with cosmetic companies and skincare companies. So it's actually like I have to produce something that's worthy. Um, It's a little bit more, I guess, professional than just, you know, standing outside shooting a photo. Yeah, that's kind of a lot of pressure to be a beauty blogger. Like that, that is a lot of pressure. Your selfies are not just like meh, random. Here's my face. Right. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. There are times when I have to take 15 to 20 selfies to get one I like. But well, my I mean, first... I think that's kind of actually encouraging to know that it's not just like, I woke oh. up like this. Like, Oh, no. No, 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 no. And it's fa- <laughs> in fact, every year that passes, actually every month that passes, <laughs> I always joke with my husband. I'm like, these are not getting any easier. I remember two or three years ago when I'm like, oh, hey, click. And now it's like, oh, oh, oh. Now, part of the problem are all of these amazing new iPhones and the cameras. I know. Like, let me tell you something right now, Kristen (laughs) Howerton. I just upgraded to an iPhone X that has um, the selfie camera is is like super high res, super high res. And the first selfie I took with that thing, I was like, what in the hell is that staring back at me? Oh, it was like every single pore on my face. I was like, please give me back my success. Someone give Uh, me back my success. I want to go on back to the four, to the iPhone four, where I looked beautiful. (laughs) Girl, let me tell you, I completely agree. This is like a whole, this is a whole new world of high res, of pixels and just Wow. 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 So I will say there are a couple of things. So if you are, you know, kind of maybe you see people taking selfies, you're like, why? How does this look like this? Or you're just a little bit interested in it. There are some like really easy tips just on taking better selfies. 
Okay, tell us. Well, the first thing, obviously, is lighting. It's, it really is yeah. the only thing. Yeah. You could yeah. Lighting's take huge. an excellent selfie only manipulating your light. You don't have to do anything else. And what I tell people if they're trying to see how that works exactly is to go outside, take, yep. you know, put your camera in selfie mode, put it on your face, and then slowly kind of yes. rotate. 360 totally. degrees and see just how different your face looks as the sun moves oh, it's, on it. It's crazy. It's crazy. You can look, you can look 14 years old or you could look 84 years old just by the kind of light and the shadows you're creating on your face. Totally. So it's really important um, if you're inside and taking a selfie that you need to have a source of light right in front of your face. So Looking yep. at a window, you know, walk right up to a window, hold your camera up and have that light hitting you evenly across your face. That's the most important thing you can do. You do. Yeah. Not and I think the worst thing you can do is take an indoor selfie with overhead LED lighting. Oh, yeah. And lighting. Right. It casts terrible shadows. It absolutely does. Yeah. Natural light is best for sure. Natural mm -hmm. light. Even on. And it doesn't have to be sunny. Even if it's cloudy outside, just get up on that window and have that light hitting your face. Um, now there's some, you can obviously create different kinds of moods. Some of the photos I take, I have the light coming from the side. But basically, if you're just wanting to look good, um, it kind of gives that natural wash out of the face. So when that light's hitting you, you're not going to see like all the little imperfections on a face. Um, and it's just, it's, it's the easiest way to get a good photo. Now, I will say that um, you don't want harsh light, though. I remember I told, I told someone this. I can't remember who it was. Um, and they went out and they're like, okay, and went outside. It was like glaring sun at 1 p.m. And, you know, took a photo, like literally looking into oh, yeah, that's the horrible. sun. Yeah. I mean, they were shiny. Squinty, they were shadows. Yeah. They were squinty. It was horrible. So you just want nice diffuse light on, on your face from the inside. Like don't go stare at the sun or anything. <laughs> and please people be cognizant of what's in your background of your photo. Nobody wants to see a pair of dirty underwear laying on the floor or some randomness. So be really aware of what is behind you in your photo. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so but I completely agree. I think lighting, it, it makes a huge difference. Um, good soft lighting that's direct on your face can wash away that look of wrinkles of sagging. It just brightens everything up. It really does. It really does. Now, um, if you don't have good lighting, that's okay. You can still have, you can still come out with a really good selfie and that's when filters come into play. <laughs> now filters can, you can go way overboard with filters. And I, I, I don't know, maybe I just haven't. We all know it. that person. Oh, we all know that person. It's obvious. It is so obvious. There's even like, someone was just telling me there was like some sort of Microsoft or something that just like automatically, like essentially quote unquote auto tunes your entire face. It looks so fake when you're using those yeah. things. It is so evident to most people that you are using some crazy like anti-aging filter on your face. And that just doesn't look real at all. If you're, if you're looking at someone and you can't see pores or laugh lines or, you know, a couple of wrinkles here and there, then 
yeah, it just, it looks stupid. It looks really, really silly. So I would say with filters, you want to really just use them very minimally. My favorite editing software that I've talked about before is Visco. And it doesn't actually like do specific things to a face, but it just creates. Well, because there's two different issues here that I think we might want to clarify. Okay. There's a filter, which is something you apply to the entire photo. Right. And then there's editing slash photoshopping slash airbrushing, which we'll get to in a second. Yes. So right now what I'm talking about and what I use the most is filters because Filters doesn't do anything specific. It's not going to like airbrush your face. It's not going to make your eye bags go away, mm-hmm. but um, it can really lighten and brighten a photo. And like right. I said earlier, if you're lightening and brightening your photo, that kind of by itself makes its own natural kind of wash of the skin because it's yep. brightened. So I try to use that. And there's so many different kinds of filters on um, Visco that you can um, change the kind of overall tone of a photo. You can make it cooler. You can make it warmer. You can make it, it's, it's really fun. And it actually creates really lovely photos without doing weird things to your face, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, there are programs out there that, that are like Photoshop, but on your phone that you can, I mean, you can do, there's one called Facetune. Have you seen Facetune? Oh, I, I've used it. Oh yeah. Okay. Facetune is awesome. Like, let's say you have a zit. Now, there are things within Facetune that are hilarious. Like, you can, <laughs> you can do anything. You can make yourself look like an alien. You can make your eyes huge, right. your nose small, your lips big. I mean, it's right. super crazy. In fact, one day I was playing with it with my sister. We were laughing so hard. We looked like the cat lady. You know, remember the cat lady? <laughs> I mean, it yeah. was so funny. But like those things are just so obvious. So that's that's the thing. So um, I think Facetune is excellent to have if you have a blemish or whatever, and you want to a just problem, kinda... but not something that you apply to every single picture. Exactly, exactly. It's kind of for very specific um, incidents, and you just don't want to. My thing is. Why create a face that's not yours over and over and over and over? What Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Well, and then there's the other thing where, you know, and I'm sure we've all had this experience. You meet someone that you know online and you're like, uh, yes. you look really different in person. Yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. That, on, to be honest with you, that's the thing I think about every single time if I edit a photo. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, if I saw these people in real life, does this photo look like my face? Right. You know, and you just want yeah. to make sure that it does. And one other thing, professional wise, if you are finding you're taking more selfies or, you know, there's a lot of people these days that need headshots that would rather just uh-huh. do them themselves. Um, you have made incredible headshots for yourself thank on you. your phone in selfie mode. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It it's, looks um, like you hired a photographer. The best way to do that, honestly, is to get a good tripod I mean, my tripod, we are like besties. <laughs> Me and my tripod. Hanging <laughs> it's your out Instagram husband. <laughs> oh my gosh. My tripod is my Instagram husband. I have like a, a, a full-size tripod. I have one that sits on a desk. Um, and that's, you know, setting that up. And then with selfie, you can either just use selfie timers. I just use my selfie timer. There's a three second and a 10 second on my iPhone. And depending on what I'm doing, whether it's clothing or my face, I just set the timer 
And I do. I take I take several. I'm not there's no it's very rare that I'm like, "Ooh, bam, done with that." Um I definitely have to take a lot and just kind of tilt my face cuz ever that's the other thing, the angles of a face. Angles. Right? That's a big deal. Yes. Well, do I you- think what's funny is like I think most women know that the photo looks better from up high because it yes. hides any double chin. Yes. You know, um, I mean, I think we've all had the experience of like opening our phone while we're looking down and it's in selfie mode oh. and going like, oh my gosh. Nightmare. <laughs> like, why do I have five chins? Who is that woman looking back at me? So it's, you know, there is something to, you know, having the camera above eye level. But you also want to be careful because then it becomes obvious if every single photo you take of yourself looks like the phone's on the ceiling. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, every everyone has a better side of their face. I mean, I, I have one side of my face that just is way more photogenic than the other. Really? I don't think I have. I don't think I do. Oh, really? Oh, it's no. funny. Go, go look at my photos. Uh, go look at my photos oh, on Instagram right now and you, you'll so immediately tell which side of my face I favor. Um, You know, most people's faces are not symmetrical. If you're looking to do that and you want to take your own headshots um, and let's say it's um, you you don't have good lighting in the house or whatever, there's also a ring light you can buy on Amazon, which is just... I've been wanting to buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have one that you love? Um, I do. I have one and we'll link to it on selfiepodcast.com. And um, because I'm going to buy it. Yeah, and I think they even have ring lights for iPhones, like really little small ones. But I actually have a ring light that's kind of the size of my face. And it creates that perfect glow all the way around. And in fact, if you watch, if you ever watch YouTube or see people, lots of times you'll see in the person's eyes, there's that light ring of circle light wing in their pupils. That's because they're using a ring light. So, so interesting. We'll also link up to some tripods because you can get tripods for like $14. Like I just think everyone should have a tripod. I mean, it's great for family photos for, you know, if you want to capture yourself with your kids and you don't have, you know, and I think even just to back up and like in defense of the selfie, I think we as, as moms, for those of us who are moms often really struggle with putting ourselves in the picture. Yeah. We take yes. pictures of our children all the time and we don't take photos of ourselves. We don't, you know, curate what we look like and we don't curate ourselves with our kids. And I just, I think it's really valuable to figure out how to take photos of yourself with your family and also just yourself. I completely agree. I love my tripods. I love my like, tripods. Oh, we have like four tripods in my house. My kids use them. My kids use them for like, um, stop motion yes. and they make their own videos. The tripod's a really good thing to have. Yes. I'll now link the, up to the $14 one that I love. Okay. Do that one for sure. And the one thing that I actually have several of because they've been given to me for free, but I've never used as a selfie stick. Now I uh, tell you, <laughs> I love a selfie. You know it. I love my selfies, but I, I cannot get myself to do that in public. I cannot get myself to like hold out a selfie stick. No way. I don't even care. If I was in Rome or somewhere in Europe by myself, I don't think I could ever bust out the selfie stick. So I have to say, I don't like the idea of the selfie stick. I think it's hella tacky when I see other people using it. But I have had specifically some European vacations where having it was so key. 
And it's like every I, I went to Barcelona with a group of friends. Everyone made fun of me for having it. Yeah. But then after the trip, everyone's like, can you please send me all the photos we took with the selfie stick? Uh, you know, because you're taking pictures of yourself in front of buildings or art or, you know, it, it is. I don't know. It is kind of nice to have. The no, I, I hear you. I would want the photos. Definitely. But I'm just too much of a weenie. I, I mean, know, it's, it's super tacky. Although I feel like everyone's doing it these days, too. I, I remember I used to be so scared to take a photo of, let's say, food or something at a restaurant a couple of years ago. And now I feel uh-huh. like there's people like standing on their chairs. Oh, I know. You know like, whatever. It's, it's, it's like over the top. So, yeah, I, I, I guess never say never. Never say never on the selfie stick. Although I just don't know. I mean, when I took my kids to Europe, like the entire album is pictures of us in front of famous buildings with my selfie stick. Yeah. You know, in front of the Eiffel Tower and in front of, I mean, otherwise we wouldn't have gotten those shots. All right. Any other advice on selfies? No, I think that's, that's about it. I think ever, you know what? I think ultimately I love seeing selfies of other people. And I think, I do too. I think most people do. And I think that you should Get out of your head if you feel like you shouldn't be taking them because there is nothing better than going through my Instagram and seeing selfies of the people that I love. I, I love it. I love. Well, you know what, though? Photos. I'm going to I'm going to make a caveat to that. Also, though, some people post too many selfies. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the deal. If you're not a beauty blogger or like if there's not a reason and your selfie ratio is like more you know one to three there may be something happening for you. okay I don't know, there like, could be uh there could be a little bit of narcissism going on there i will say like, that i even as a pro- like professional beauty blogger have a ratio i will yeah. never i will never have what's more your ratio one to three i guess i yeah in, in my sense. in my nine square of where you you know when you pull up instagram you can see the nine photos i'll never yeah. have more than three of my face yeah And again, I mean, I feel like you're a beauty blogger, your photos are, you know, um, they make sense. They're a part of the story. But, you know, I have like, there are people I know that are just posting duck face selfies, (laughs) like, look how hot I am selfies. You know, know, we all know that person. Right. No, attention seeking. There's no business involved. It's just like, I, oh, I think I look cute today. Feeling myself. I don't know. Like. Well, I love it. I want to see your selfies, but not not too many of them. Right, right. I want to see you when you're feeling yourself, but can you limit it to once a week? Okay, thanks. Yeah, it's terrible, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> no, I hear you. I absolutely hear you. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope, people. It's a people. slippery slope. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, you know, speaking of slippery slope, <laughs> um, <laughs> we are going to be talking about facials for your vagina. Very, very soon. But first, we do have a great offer from one of our sponsors. We do. So we have talked about Daily Burn before. We have talked about how both of us struggle in our busy schedules to fit in the workout. And Daily Burn is a great solution for it. They are the world's leading provider of on-demand video workouts that you can do from your phone, from your computer, um, anywhere you've got a connected device. So you can do it at home, on the road. It's great for those of us who travel frequently or those of us who have little kids and just don't want to take the time to get to the gym. Uh, Yeah, I can feel that for sure. So they have thousands of classes for every level of athlete. There's yoga, Pilates, cardio sculpt, kickboxing, 
it's all different levels, all different time frames. Because I know for me personally, I don't want to work out 45 minutes. So like, it's really great because they have like 15 yeah. minutes, 20, 25 minutes. And for me on Daily Burn, I have loved their treadmill workouts. They actually, you just listen and they give you prompts when you're on the treadmill to like get a really, really awesome workout. I have not tried that one yet, but I know you are digging that and I really want to. Um, I really love the kickboxing. It makes me feel like a badass. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, they also have a really great online community if you want like that extra, you know, boost of motivation, meeting other people. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I don't know. I've been really pleased with the app Me since too. I've used it. And we have a great offer for you guys today. If you visit dailyburn.com slash selfie, you will get a free 60-day trial. That is awesome. 60 days. So awesome. So visit dailyburn.com slash selfie for your free 60-day trial. Okay, so we are going to talk about a new beauty trend that I had literally never heard of until last week, which is the vagifacial. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a facial for your vagina. Had you ever heard of such a thing, Sarah? I have never heard of such a thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't never... even know what to think at this point of vagifacial. Well, I have but... thoughts and judgments, which I'll share a minute, but I had never heard of it until my friend Claire, who is um, going to talk with us about her vagifacial experience, her vagifacial journey, um, until she got one done. But then I Googled it and it's a whole thing. Now, it's not actually a facial on the vagina, but you know, we often use the word vagina incorrectly. Right. It's really a facial on your vulva and labia. Okay. So basically a facial around your vaginal area, but not in your vagina. Not inside. No one's putting anything inside. Right. Okay. And, you know, there is a lot of chatter online about how it's great for making your vagina look more youthful. Well, which, huh? I have feelings about. I feel like my vagina does look youthful. Um, I do too. Like, I'm like, wait, what? I mean, I'm 43. Me too. I'm, I've got wrinkles and sagging on many areas of my body. You know the one area I don't? My vagina. Right on, girlfriend. Right on. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like my vagina looks old. Is everyone walking around with, like, old vaginas? Yes. This is something that I'm just going to say off, I mean, off the cuff and from the get-go, I'm not thinking this is something I would ever do, but, you know, I can, <laughs> I can always be swayed, Kristen. I can always be swayed. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, people do it. I I mean, I think there's a variety of reasons. I think people do it again because they want to look more youthful downstairs, um, which I don't don't know. I mean, it also just as a feminist and I'm like, you know what? We don't need to look youthful in our vaginas. Like if someone doesn't like it, they can go elsewhere. But exactly. I mean, other people do it like Claire, one of her motivations, she's getting ready for her wedding. And she gets ingrown hairs and apparently can be really good for that. Okay. So there's some practical reasons. Yeah. Okay. It's moisturizing. You know, it restores some of the moisture that, you know, externally, again, not internally, um, that might be lost. Um, But yeah, it's it's a whole industry. Um, You you know, there are salons that do this. And um, so Claire, talk to us. You, You find... A vagifacialist. <laughs> you walk into the office. What happens? Okay. So you walk into the office and 
she basically tells you to strip down and to lay on the wax paper. <laughs> and mind you, you've never met this person before, and she's 100% comfortable. And I know what I'm walking into, but there's like that moment of, like, I, am I really going to take my pants off right now? Like, and my <laughs> underwear? Of course you're right. going to take your underwear off. She can't uh, do right. her job without the yeah. pants. So I'm just laying there in my sweatshirt and no pants. <laughs> and she just starts going for it. She's got, like, you know, like the two metal bowls for the, two, the mm. double cleanse. Okay. So you're familiar with the double cleanse? Okay. Yes. Yes. And you know those foam sponges that are, like, um, you know what I'm talking about? The ones that, like, expand when they go into the water. Yeah. for every facial. Yes. She's got those ready. Okay. Okay. And she just starts. She just, and also, she kept spreading my legs open. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, you know, we have that tendency to, like, close uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Conditioning. Thank you, Mom. Um, and then, so, she does the double cleanse. And then she goes into an exfoliation. Which, what does that look like? Um, it was, like, a scrub. Like, a body scrub. Oh, okay. Like a, like a heavy duty scrub right hurt right, right. The no scrub? but no it doesn't and okay. so so backtrack too was i'm a shaver and so i'm going i am going to graduate to brazilian waxing mm-hmm. but i i'm a little scared so yeah. this was also like i wanted to see this mm-hmm. process first mm-hmm. anyway so um she does the scrub and which kind of feels like a massage <laughs> oh my god i don't know about this <sighs> And she goes... Was there a neon sign in the door? <laughs> I did tip her. Was it called Happy Touch? <laughs> and then she removes the scrub, and then we go into... Um, oh, she brings the mag light out. So now oh, she is wow. magnifying. Oh, no. Oh. No. And, no. I mean, this is like the extraction period, which, God, you're thinking, like, please, dear Jesus, do, but I can't have, like, a blackhead in there, uh, right? right? Oh, no. Right? Um, th- First of all, she protected me from knowing that, so I don't know what she found. But um, she did <laughs> dig around in there a little bit. <laughs> it's like when you're having a baby and you poop and they whisk it away. It's no. like, she's like, no, there's nothing. It's fine. There's nothing to see. <laughs> but she definitely tweezed a few areas that were, um, uh, you know, ingrown hairs that I had from shaving. For right, some right, time. right. Okay. And then she masked the area. Okay. Oh, you got a vagina mask. I did. Got, I got a vagina mask, and then the steamer. I got a mask wow. with steam. Wow! And the entire time she's talking to me, like right. talking about her kids. Yeah. We're talking about, yeah. you know, her career. And then the warm steam towel comes out to remove <laughs> the mask. Right. Okay. It was a charcoal mask, by the way, for anyone who's wondering. Okay. Purifying. Purifying. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. Good. Good. All Purify her, that all vagina. All products are clean. Or clean, holistic products, which I also appreciated. Right. I appreciate that. And then we followed up with moisture, uh, moisturizer, and I was on my way. And I mean, do you feel like this was money well spent? I mean, are you like, yes, this was totally worth it? To or be, for the experience, absolutely. Uh-huh. Because I'm here telling you about it. First right. Of all. Right. Right. I did have a little spring in my step that day, and I will say, <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. I couldn't wait to come home and tell you, Kristen, and before I even told my fiance, and I, I think I might have been a little bit more confident that night in the bedroom. Okay. You couldn't really see a difference, but I felt better. Could you feel okay, a difference? A, was it softer it down was there? A, I, well, yeah, those charcoal masks really soften you. Yeah. Did so, you feel like you had a younger vagina? <laughs> I think if I were to commit to like a series, yes. Yeah. So, okay, this is legit question. I don't know. Maybe I'm naive or I'm not paying attention to my vagina. But like, <laughs> I feel like, I don't feel like my vagina looks 
old. I'm 43. Like, I feel like it looks, I mean, are people having like wrinkles down there? What's, why do we need them to look younger? I don't That's understand. That's what I, I want to know like too. a freshness. Like a, just yeah. like a more, a more youthful dewy look. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And again, we're talking about the outside. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Well, I mean, I have to say we on on our selfiepodcast.com, we are linking up to if anyone is interested in doing a DIY (laughs) vaginal facial. Oh, my gosh. We have all of the products that you could use on yourself. Um, But it's fascinating. It's a whole industry. Like there are like, you know, serums that you put on your face to make look younger. There's like vaginal serums that you apply down there to keep things looking tip top and i want to try them all <laughs> oh my you're gosh. gonna be our tester all i, I know me. is that you ladies are giving me a complex right now i had no issue with my vagina up to this point now i'm like well what's going on down there what's happening oh, with i the still vagina? i still don't i i, I maintain that my, like vagina my vagina is the youngest part of my body because my vagina there's no sun awesome. damage yeah i mean that thing is like soft as a baby's ass <laughs> oh I mean, totally yeah. i look at my vagina and i'm like this is how my skin could look everywhere if i put sunscreen <laughs> well, on you might not think that after you have a professional review it <laughs> <laughs> oh i just want to live in blissful ignorance Wow. She said she wanted to see me back in six weeks. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. All right. Checking in. Yeah, but that's, that's her business. I mean, that's like you go to the chiropractor and you know they're going to tell you you have subluxation because they want you to come back. Right. She also, and I, I, this is a whole other episode, but she also has a butt treatment. Wow. That I'm fascinated in. Right, is this anal bleaching? No, but that's, you know I'm interested in that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Um, Wow. So she didn't get, <laughs> she did not get near the anus. I was going to ask that question. No, that's a whole, you have to pay extra for that. You have extra. to pay extra for the anus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I feel okay. so enlightened right now. Sarah and I have been working hard to um, make little quotables that we can put on Instagram, pulling from the show. And I feel like this week's Instagram quotable is going to be, you have to pay extra for the anus. I think that's going to be a really nice, like I'm thinking of it like maybe in front of a sunset, maybe superimposed on a beach. You have to pay extra. You have yeah. to pay extra for the anus. For the My anus. other question when I was leaving too was like, how much do I tip her? Like a standard 20%? Yeah. Or more because it's like, you know. She had to look at a vagina. <laughs> she well, had to look her at a job. Vagina. She picked it. This she, is, she chose this. She chose this path. Okay. So another question I have about this, but I will admit that I feel this way about facials as well. Do you feel like you just paid a lot of money for somebody to wash? Wash and moisturize. Yes, and as a actual licensed esthetician, oh, that's right. Even more so, right? The whole time they're doing it, I'm just judging how they're doing it. Because you really could do this at home, right? Absolutely. I mean, so we have we did outline the steps on our website, um, selfiepodcast.com. But basically, you you wash, so you can wash with like an aloe cleanser, um, and then you could. Um, do like a sugar scrub, Absolutely. unscented sugar scrub mm-hmm. could be your next step. Um, you could do a charcoal mask. Yes. And then you could do a serum or some sites suggested even just honey. Or tone and moisturize. I think you have yeah. to be careful with the sugars and the honey, though. Uh-huh. Maybe the salt scrub would be better for that region. I know okay. some people have some issues with sugar and things like that that could irritate. Right. Yes. But I was thinking that when I was on the table, like... At w- how lazy are you that you have to have somebody else wash your vagina? <laughs> like, 
Like that's totally the ultimate, like, is that ultimate privilege. At the right end there? of the day, somebody just washed and masked your vagina. Right. Like I do feel like, but I feel like that about facials. I always feel like I could do this myself at home. Totally. And I would always like if I go somewhere like a vacation, I would never spend money on a facial no. when I could have a massage. Uh, oh, you know, I totally like that's agree. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I can't do that to myself. One of the products that she used on me um, to help with the ingrown hairs, though, was an alpha hydroxy like lotion with a very low level, yes. um, low percentage, which, again, anybody could pick that up. Right. And you could use it daily, which I probably should be doing after every time I shave. But And that would be helping with shaving for sure. That would definitely keep the bumps Absolutely. and the rashes. But I'm telling you, Claire, you just need to go ahead and get laser like I did. Just get it off for good. I think that I need actually like electrolysis because, and I'm going to overshare oh, again, as color. if I'm being modest, mm-hmm. it's the, you know, cause the laser um, right. targets the pigment. Right. And you I don't have enough contrast. Right. But because I guess electrolysis, it doesn't matter. They're different. Right. They are because you know that I went to eight laser treatments and nothing really happened. And no one told you cause you're blonde. Well, they did say like, it might be more difficult. Um, but also fun fact um, in oversharing, I'm blonde and also gray down there. <laughs> And she said her vagina was youthful. Oh, yeah. But, well, now when the, the hair's off, out. when the hair's off, um, I don't keep the hair. You can't see it. But Claire, I think you need to just do clippers. Just, you know, give yourself a nice little five o'clock shadow. It's mostly gone. I, see, I don't and like that. I don't like beard. the five o'clock shadow because it is like it's it's prickly. I want smooth. And you yeah. can only get it How long smooth. when you shave, though? What? But when you shave, how when you shave though, how long does the smoothness really last? Well, I haven't shaved for ten years because I had it lasered off ten years ago. So yeah, um, I can't shave that area. That's no that's way. just a hot mess of bumps. And, I can't shave. I, you need a vagina facial. No, I just do the clippers. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. I don't care. It's and it's it grows in white. So. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You have, a, you have a wise vagina, Kristen. Your but vagina other than that, it's super youthful. <laughs> no, but I feel like the skin, really, I'm not even kidding. My ass and my vagina are like baby soft skin oh, and too. everything else is wrinkled and sagging. I totally agree with you. I love my vagina world. I love my vagina. <laughs> I love it. That's going to be another. That's, that's going to go on a sunset picture too. That's, that's going on Instagram today. I love my vulva. It's so soft, <laughs> like silk, silky vulva. Oh, crap. Well, gee, Claire, thank you so much for this information. Yes, Claire, I'm fully we really appreciate this. I am really happy to help. And we do, we need to have Claire on another episode because she is legitimately a licensed esthetician. Yes, let's do it. And she has many things to talk about. In fact, Claire did one night when we were watching The Bachelor come over and shave all of our faces. I did. Oh, see, I need to be there. I need to be there. You do. Yeah. I know. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Claire. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Well, that's all we have for today. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at at selfie podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfie podcast. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. A huge thanks to Shepherd Audio for our intro music. Take care.